0: hi sam hi lauren are you ready to talk about happiest season
1: i am because after all we We are are the watchers of movies movies.
0: hello hello sam and i are wearing the same shirt today yeah is your shirt (laughs) from old navy I don't think so. I think I got mine online on Amazon. Oh, but, right. You know, yeah, they're like white or they're black. <laughs> they're black with white stripes. Yeah. So some I, uh, people may say they're white with black stripes, but I don't think that's the case in this.
1: <laughs> no, I feel like the black stripes are bigger. So that means that the dominant color is black.
0: Yeah, me too on yours too.
1: It's pretty, it's the exact same like stripe ratio.
0: I know it's weird. Yeah it is pretty weird. I uh I'm so glad you got my memo this morning because I was like we need to wear the same shirt you know.
1: Yeah usually when you send me memos I throw them in the garbage. Honestly you should because most (laughs) of my memos are garbage. (laughs) But today I thought you know what I'm feeling feeling wild. (laughs) No I uh it's it's like windy and chilly and snowy today, so I wanted to wear something cozy.
0: Oh, my gosh. When I was getting in the car this morning to come over here, I had to, like, wrestle the door open. Yeah. I, like, I'm seriously concerned, like, cause you're a lot smaller than me, that you're just going to be blown away.
1: <laughs> so I like actually, I had to go to a store today for my mom because uh-huh. she lives on the opposite side of town. And last night I was talking to her on the phone and she was like, I got this Christmas. West Marine has this like cup that I wanna get for a Christmas present and I'll just drive out there in the morning. And I was like, Mom, I live (laughs) so close to that store. I'll just go there this morning. And she's like, You gotta be there when they open Which they open at ten AM. So I left the house at like nine fifty three. (laughs) Right. And I got there and I could barely get out of my car. Like, I could barely open the door. And then I got it open just enough so I could jump through it. And then it was, like, closed on its own, basically. And the employee of the store... So it was, like, 10.01. Right. And the employee of the store, having nothing else to do but to observe that there was already a customer in the parking lot, opened the door for me. And he was like, you don't want to wrestle with this door. I could barely get in.
0: (laughs) It's crazy. I mean, I... Like I was like, okay, come on. And I'm like, and then it like closed on my leg and it didn't hurt because I got a lot of like cushion on my leg. So it's fine. But (laughs) it was still, it was still, I'm like,
1: what's happening? I'm like, I can't open the damn door. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's wild. And my apartment is situated where it has like a, oh, like a dorm, dormer window outcropping and the wind whips around that. And it's so loud. And so sometimes I think... In my head, I have to tell myself it's just the way the building is. It's not actually that windy. But today it actually was that windy out because usually it's, I prepare for like mega wind and then I walk outside and I think, oh, it's not so bad, but it, it, it was so bad that earlier.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, the one thing I hear and it like flips me out every time is that I hear a lot of uh, trees falling because I live like near a forested area so it will be just like this huge crack and all of a sudden this like rush of like wind to the ground and this thump and i'm like what happened (laughs) i'm like that was really scary and i always there's a tree that's right near my uh like it's probably like 10 feet away from my window but it's it's large enough where if it fell it might do damage. Well, it probably would be fine on my apartment, but the people above me. Would, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just like, that's like a fear of mine. And those were, that's where all the little baby squirrels live and everything. So it's like, it's extra sad, you know, if it falls. If it falls. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. The baby pom pom, <laughs> which is the baby squirrel I named, even though that's been like two years. So it's probably an adult, has its own babies. Yeah. Its own baby pom poms. Yeah. (laughs) It was the cutest little baby squirrel ever. Uh, I want one. I want a squirrel. Really? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd want to live it. Like, having a cat and a pet squirrel might be kind of difficult, but... Only if you're the squirrel. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But I think it'd be fun. I don't know. I heard that they're great as domesticated animals.
1: Can you domesticate a squirrel? Yeah. I thought domestication... Like, domesticating an animal had to do with, like, like, particular breeding. I don't think so. Because I um, think, like, people, quote-unquote, domesticate raccoons, but then the raccoon, 10 years later, will, like, murder their baby. So it never was actually (laughs) domesticated, you know? It's like that woman. Did you hear about this story? This was years and years ago, but it, like, stuck
0: with me because of how horrifying it was it was this woman that owned an orangutan or, uh, it was a monkey either way, whatever, ape monkey. And this monkey, which is by the way, a wild animal. So I don't know why anyone is surprised that this happened, but like mauled her friend so badly that it like tore off her hand and like blinded her. And the woman who, I mean, she was severely like disfigured from this, you know, and her friend was just like, well, it happens. And I was like, her friend didn't apologize. And I'm, I'm like, what are you doing with a monkey? That is a wild animal. Like they are not meant to live in a house. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's like a, like Tippi Hedren had uh, her and her husband had a bunch of like wild uh, cats, like big cats. Oh, like like lions. yeah, Yeah. Like lions. And they, yeah tried to make a movie because i think uh melanie griffith that movie daughter, sounds
1: crazy yeah they
0: tried to make a movie called yeah. roar in the like 70s didn't
1: people on crew like somebody on
0: crew die or oh, at yeah least, like, like a bunch of people got injured yeah. and it was like a bus, like at the box office like it didn't do well at all and uh and melanie griffith almost lost an eye because she got mauled by a tiger and then because t- tippy hedron is her mom and um and then Tippy Hedren and her husband like ended up getting a divorce probably over this and it's like what are you doing <laughs> you can't have wild animals living in your house because they are wild like it's, yeah
1: that's it's- what I mean like I don't like I think dogs are domesticated for because of centuries of like selective breeding But you couldn't just like bring a wolf into your house and domesticate it. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can calm it enough where it seems domesticated, but it could always turn on you. Whereas with a dog, most breeds, it's like really unlikely that they will. So that's what I meant. Like, would a squirrel actually be domesticated? I don't know. I think it's, I think they can. I think, I think it's maybe just dependent on the animal, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't trust it. Yeah, I don't... If, I, it, well, I guess if it was just, like, me and another I think if it adult... it was a baby. Well, I think that's why people... Get, like, that's what I'm confused about, because I think that's what people do with raccoons, but the raccoon is still a wild animal. I don't know. Uh, anyway, you could get a squirrel. That's okay, <laughs> but you'd have to put it in a cage before I came over. Yeah. A cage. A little, a little... A tiny confining cage. <laughs> Cruel. <laughs> so, speaking so speaking of domesticated, domesticated, we still so haven't have domesticated, domesticated our, our
0: audio. audio. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yes, there you go. That's a perfect transition. A segue, we, is Yeah, what we call them segue. in the biz. In the biz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're like, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to us. We promise you by next year, And that's only like half a month away. We will be, we'll figure out our shit and uh, we're going to have to get some new equipment um, right now. That's not really an option until Christmas happens because thankfully we have generous parents that are amazing and are going to give
1: us presents that are going to be. We don't have the same parents. Lauren's talking about her parents. Yes, I'm talking about (laughs) my
0: parents. We do not have, we're not sisters. Yeah, my parents are. We're not sisters um physically emotionally though we're like we're like we're tw- we're we're twins <laughs> twains twins <laughs> but anyway uh yeah it's 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 been a long road and then the audio on my computer stopped working my speakers just like totally died and my internet sucks so we have to we have to record at Sam's place because
1: unfortunately lauren lauren's apartment complex is throttled by this archaic desire to control her internet which seems so ridiculous to me in this day and age like she's not allowed to pick her own internet she just has to do what they tell her and that's annoying yeah
0: yeah and it's like not even like at&t it's freaking bloom broadband who's even heard of bloom broadband i mean i believe
1: orlando bloom is the ceo of that company (laughs) Is he? And he's got so many uh, fish to fry
0: That's so or interesting balls I in the air think... that
1: he just can't focus on bandwidth right now.
0: No, I've, you know, I it's funny because I would think that he'd make more money as an actor
1: versus working as like the CEO of well,
0: Bloom Broadband. He's a snake know? oil
1: salesman and he goes around to apartment complexes and he tells them things like... I'm married to Katy Perry and oh that's right he is by my of internet baby yeah I never
0: like I don't like I I thought he was so cute as Legolas
1: I know where you're going and I think I agree with you
0: yeah but like everything else I've seen him and I'm like no it's it's for some reason like the blonde hair really does it for
1: me I like it when a man can tell me where the hobbits are being taken
0: yeah. yeah, you know, I heard that they're being taken to Isengard, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I think Legolas in the Lord of the Rings movie specifically was his best role. Uh, yeah. And in The Hobbit, not so much. Uh, but I, I do. Well,
0: and Town is great, too. Elizabethtown
1: but... is great as well. Uh, but yes, I think, like, I, he's just so cool as Legolas. Yeah, he totally is. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, I... I I don't know. I I love the first Pirates of the Caribbean, but really only the first one. And I wouldn't say that his character made like some sort of big impact. You know what I mean? But the rest of them are garbage. But I thought the first one was pretty well written, especially and I kind of like do this every now and then when I'm like walking around just like my apartment and I think about that movie. And there's one line that like, I always think is like just the best line and it's uh, what Barbosa says to Elizabeth. And he says, you best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Swan, because you're in one. And then he like steps out into the moonlight and he's like, The skeletonized version of him. It's so good, and it gives me goosebumps every time because I'm like, oh, that's so good. (laughs) And it's like Jeffrey Rush is awesome too. So uh, but yeah, the rest of them are garbage, especially, especially the one with Brenton Thwaites and Caius Godelario, and I can't even remember what it's called. But it's terrible and it's about them trying to find an island made of treasure and it's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. So don't watch it. That's all I got to say to you. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but oh well. Anyway. I believe it's Cash Cow of Destiny. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's probably like we need to make more money, even though Disney's a billion, multi billion dollar company,
1: but mm-hmm. whatever. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's what they said in the... That's the whole title. It's that's, Pirates of the Caribbean colon and then everything that we just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway,
0: so do you want to talk about the movie? Let's do it. All right. Do you want to give a
1: synopsis?
0: Yes. So it is about a young woman named Harper who's bringing her girlfriend, Abby, over for Christmas. But what Abby doesn't know is that Harper has not told her family that she's gay and Abby has the intention of asking for her to marry her but her plans are kind of put on hold because Harper is like she's just kind of in her own little family-based world and and uh Abby gets a little bit screwed over (laughs) so we're gonna go and talk about it from there right so what did you think of the movie
1: uh this was one of the meanest movies I've ever watched <laughs> right. um, also I'm not sure how Abby was able to function in the movie because she should have broken her legs in the most ridiculous this is a trope that just needs to go away hanging from any roof but she was hanging from a two story roof yeah. and falling to the ground and being completely okay it's not funny it's so stupid and it was at the beginning of the movie and so I was like uh oh uh, this is not starting out on a good note.
0: <laughs> Nothing. I just, <laughs> like I just, I'm just ready to hear the rest of what you have to say.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, I hate, I, I, that's awful. In a movie like this, I was very shocked that that it's, it's so bad. I have to keep talking about it. So wait, just the part where she didn't break her legs or. That's You're just, about the entire movie. <laughs> the part where she didn't break her legs is okay. where I'm on right now. So they're they're taking this like Christmas light tour, which looked really cool. It looks cute. Said. If yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then Harper sees this ladder, and they go sit up on a roof, which it, like immediately rubs me the wrong way because you just don't climb up on roofs. Like I thought it was going to be like a flat top apartment building but it was it It was was a a pitched roof with shingles on it right yeah so So from from the the get-go lots lots of bad decisions on harper's Harper's. like harper's Harper's making making a lot of bad decisions already so that should be an inkling of what kind of character she is shitty is (laughs) um would i
0: disagree no i would not
1: (laughs) and so they're on this pitched roof which is not designed to have people hanging out on it. It's somebody else's house, so they hear them up there and they're like, we're calling the cops. And then in some so hilarious, hilarious comedy where, where you want to, want to see Kristen Stewart die in the, the first, first couple, couple minutes, minutes, she slides she off the roof and, and is and hanging with the, the most, most amazing, amazing upper arm strength that anybody, anybody ever has, has from the second, from, the, second, from the, the eaves. And then, then she, she just, just sort, sort of falls and, and they, they run, run away. away. And, well, and
0: and Harper's like, oh, let me help you. But she's like, kind of running around the roof like she's like a chicken with her head cut off. And I was like, like she's a
1: professional roofer.
0: Yeah, like I was like, go and try and lift her up or something. Like I don't. Like, just, what are you gonna do?
1: Just let her fall. Because in this universe, there's no consequences for apparently not <laughs> being shitty and taking your girlfriend up on top of a roof and letting her fall. Anyway, I hate that trope and that this movie is guilty of that in the first few minutes, as I said. And that sort of shocked me and I was unhappy with that. Um, It's such a mean movie. Uh, I don't know if I liked it or not because I feel like the family is so horrible that I don't know if they... I think they were more horrible than their their redemption. redemption. And And that really really bothers bothers me. me And and I find... um, I I think think that there's a story in there that I liked that that didn't get told told. Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm sure we'll we'll talk about about it. Um, Um, I I think think Kristen Stewart did an awesome job. job. Me too. I think Aubrey Plaza did an amazing job. Me too. I really, really, really liked Mary Holland who played the youngest sister, Jane.
0: Yep, I did too.
1: Liked her story a lot. Um, Dan Levy, I think Dan Levy's character went through for me Uh, a shift in the beginning he was like a tropey sassy gay man yeah and then he all of a sudden got depth and i started really liking his character um but overall overall, i this discussion discussion is probably probably going to determine for me if which way my my opinion is going to fall but it It was was so so mean my my eyes welled up in a way that i don't don't think the the filmmakers wanted wanted my eyes to well up like the people in this movie are like the family the in this movie, movie is mostly deplorable. Yeah. And, and that really, really bothers me because, because I think I, think I can, can see a beautiful story but, but it's hidden by this ugliness and, and I don't, I don't think, think that it they, they don't eat, they don't they even eat out like, like there's not, there's not enough, enough there's, there's too, too much, much ugliness to make to the story redeemable and anyway so yeah no I actually totally agree with that. So let me hear your
0: opinion so I'm actually kind of in the same spot that you are. Uh, there were bits and pieces that I did like but I kind of I I'm on the same page that you are where the redeem the redeeming like ending I was like is it redeeming enough though because these people I mean they made Abby feel well especially Harper made Abby feel incredibly isolated to the point where she's hanging out with harper's like old girlfriend because she needs someone to spend time with because she's all alone and these people are just so concerned with how they look and like and i've i've noticed this as a trope a lot too back to going talking about jane where the like disappointing child like they'll be like oh you know harper i can't remember like i'm just gonna Makeup names like oh maria is a doctor of you know um she's a, a pediatrician and, and over here you know um uh, sally is a you know she she's a lawyer but but jane well you know jane she she makes sure that our internet is working and it's like okay what about oh and jane is an incredibly talented artist like She's not redeemable because she doesn't fit into what you think is, like, wh- like, how you think your children should be or what kind of positions or occupations you think that your children should occupy. So she's just, like, not worth getting, like, a nice, you know, introduction. And, and she was so cheerful and she was trying so hard. And to- even her sister's treated
1: her like garbage yeah especially so,
0: sloan sloan was such a bitch. no <laughs> like
1: they, nobody evened out as they got older yeah it was just like this weird they're acting like they probably always acted like this like nobody has matured really
0: everyone yeah like sloan and harper have like the most competitive like edge i mean it's it's ridiculous i'm they are physically fighting and and I'm going, you two are in your late 20s, early 30s, late 30s, whatever. Either way, you're adults. And why are you still physically fighting like two five-year-old boys over this bullshit? Like talk and communicate with each other. But it seems to me like there's likely that all of these girls probably need a lot of therapy to deal with their shitty fucking parents
1: you know yeah yeah it's pretty bad like i think i don't buy it on one hand because harper seemed happy with her life so if you're happy with your life like yeah you can still have like a small competitiveness with your siblings if it's always there but a lot of that petty bullshit just It doesn't matter because you're happy with your life. So I don't understand why she would engage in that all the time, you know? Well, I think, I think it's less about
0: the kids and more about the parents. I think that the parents probably encouraged a lot of competition between them, especially Sloan and and Harper, probably not with Jane. Um, And they, it's... It's something that they kind of like, I don't know, maybe they feel if they are competitive with each other, it will impress their parents or this is what they said. They said like they had to earn their parents love. Yeah. Which is really messed up. Like that's if you're you know, I mean, if someone is putting or a parent is putting conditional love on a child, like what are you expecting? They're a child, you know, like you need to be there for them and their ups and downs and they're going to fail and they're going to succeed. And, and it happens, you know, it happens to literally everyone, everyone has their ups and downs and everyone fails and succeeds. But if you don't celebrate their successes and you don't help them through their failures, then there, there's going to always be this resentment and competition, you know, between these, you know, and it's, it's, Like with Sloan leaving her job or or her and uh, Eric was her husband's name, leaving their jobs as lawyers to do gift baskets. And, and the parents were kind of like, Oh, well they do gift baskets now. Like it was so it's, it's like, who cares? Are they successful? Do they like what they do? They're happy. Great. Then it's a success. They might not make as much money, but you know, being a lawyer can be really stressful. And especially if you are dealing with, you are, trying to or, or you're being paid by people who are maybe not good people and are trying to get out of situations where you know that they did wrong you know and you have to be a lawyer for that kind of person I would think over time that would really fuck with your mental health because you're like am I a good person if I'm letting these people walk free you know and, and well
1: I think also you have to wonder if she actually wanted to be a lawyer or if her parents wanted her to be a lawyer yeah like yeah maybe she just never wanted that profession. And then she found a husband and a family of her own. So she didn't have to do what her parents wanted her to do. But then she finds out that her parents are disappointed in her now, even though she's a woman who lives on her own with her own family, you know? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And
0: like, like Sloan was so unlikable as a person, just so just from like the minute that you meet her, she's so cold and off-putting and her kids are are like mini versions of her and that is not meant to be a good thing that is meant to be an insult because they were shitty i hated those kids i was like these kids are the worst you know they framed abby for shoplifting and this and abby's already feeling a lot of struggles with having to hide who she is as a person hiding having to hide her love for her girlfriend you know and then they put her in a situation where she looks like she's a bad person. And then suddenly, you know, Tipper, is that her name? Tipper? Mary
1: Steenbergen. Yeah. The mom. So,
0: you know, Tipper's like, oh, my uh, my brooch went missing. But, you know, if it returns, if it's put back, no questions asked. And so, and Abby knows that she didn't do anything wrong, but here she is being treated like a criminal because of these stupid shitty kids, you know? Well, I think
1: also... I, I'm gonna be honest, I think Harper is just as bad as Sloan. Like Oh, I do too, for sure. There were like as I was watching this movie, there were things that Harper did to Abby, and I thought, if Mike did that to me, we would have a like we would have a serious conversation about it. And that it would almost be like I would start to wonder why I was in this relationship. Right. Um because I understand a story about a person who hasn't come out to their family, that makes sense to me. But they, they fed their family this line of Abby being Harper's roommate. And that's so, I understand that. Like that makes sense, you know, but then Harper went like the extra 10 miles and would just like ignore Abby or, you know, like like when, when those kids put the jewelry in Abby's bag and everybody thought she had shoplifted, Abby was saying to Harper, I, I didn't do it. it. And, and Harper's, like, Harper's like, I believe you, but they, they think it's, it's better, better if you don't come, come to the family, family dinner, dinner tonight. Night. And <laughs> I was thinking, thinking to myself, like, like in the, the real, real world, even, Even if Abby, Abby is just your roommate, roommate in, in this, this case, case she is not, she's someone she's you claim to love. love and, and if this, this is how you treat somebody you love, then I hope I, hope I never become your enemy. enemy in various, in various times, times throughout so the movie, you know, know. But if, if she's, she's, she's your roommate, roommate then it's still, still acceptable for you to say to stay your family, family.
0: Hey, hey guys, Abby is here at Christmas time.
1: And if you don't want her to come to the dinner, then I'm also gonna sit out the dinner. I don't want her to be alone. Because, because and wasn't she,
0: it wasn't like christmas eve too
1: no that was the that was the party the it was like a, a like a campaign dinner like after that oh that's party.
0: right that's right that's right
1: so but in this instance abby's more than just a roommate so even if your family thinks it's just a roommate you could sit it out and be with her but she's this person that you claim to love she loves you enough to want to you know she's going to ask you to marry her so presumably you love her a lot as well or you claim to Instead, she's, she's just like, like they, they want you to sit out to dinner. dinner, and then, then she goes to the dinner, and and, 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 and she, she doesn't, like, hear, hear Abby's side, like, like, she doesn't, doesn't say, like, Abby, what, what happened? Like, I believe like, that you, you didn't, didn't steal the jewelry, and be like, like, like okay, okay, well, will you, you believe, believe me? me, well, then well, let's, let's just cut out and do our own thing tonight, and I'll tell you that I think maybe it's some kids, something weird happened, but she just abandons her, and that's just one of the many things, but that really struck me, because I thought that was, like, such bad behavior, and you don't... She doesn't have to be your girlfriend for you to just treat her decently. Like, yeah. you know, your whole family is against her. You can just say, hey, some weird misunderstanding happened and you don't want Abby to come to the dinner, dinner because you don't, don't want the, whoever, whoever on a gas gas character was playing, some sort of senator or something, or something business person, I'm not, not sure. sure.
0: Yeah, she seemed real cold too. You don't too. want
1: her to see a potential shoplifter at the dinner tonight. I'm going to sit it out with Abby because she's my friend. And she's here by herself she to spend Christmas, Christmas with us, with us. and right, so yeah. it really made me mad that just one of many things that, things that Harper did that upset me. It made me mad too. It 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 felt like
0: she was more concerned with what her parents think, and it, it's. And I I just to to kind of work or build off of what you said. You're right. She should have she should have been like, oh no, I'm going to stick with, you know, my friend who no one knows is her girlfriend yet. And she should have been like, um, you guys can do this on your own. You know, like you, like if I'm not here, just tell him I'm sick. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to be like, well, she ditched us for her roommate, you know, just say, oh, she wasn't feeling well. So she's resting. No big deal. You know? And no Harper, just the things that she did. And then she was like, what Wasn't it Christmas Eve when the boyfriend, ex-boyfriend came over whatever? It's To the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like spending all the time. And like time touching his shoulder him. and his arm yeah, and stuff. Like yeah. really flirtatious movements. And poor Abby is sitting there like heartbroken. Really. I mean, she's kind of going like, cool. So this is what my Christmas is like. I didn't want to come to begin with. And now I have to not only hide who I am, hide who I love you know, but I have to be a, a, among a bunch of people who I don't feel like I fit in with. And I really empathize with Abby because I feel like I would be, I feel like I would be in the same place as her. You know, I feel like I wouldn't really fit in. Um, this isn't my my kind of scene, you know, it's like a very country club type thing, it seems like. Uh, and All she wants to do is spend time with her girlfriend, but they can't do that because they can't be their authentic selves. And, and, and it, and I understand Harper's fear to come out to her parents. Like there was a, there was a scene at the end where, uh, Dan Levy's character, what was it, John? He, um, he said, he talked about like coming out to your parents and it, it got me really emotional because of my own experiences with, you know, like, cause I consider myself part of the LGBTQ community, but it took a long time for me to discover what my sexuality was and where I landed on that spectrum, you know, and it was kind of like a journey because I had a lot of people telling me that what I felt wasn't right or wasn't accurate or it's not possible. And I was like, and so coming out to people and you don't know how the, how they're going to react is, is really scary, you know, and my situation's a little different because um, I, I don't know. It's, it's just different. It's not the same thing. I'm, you know, but it's still, I still empathize with that. And even talking about it actually I can feel myself getting a little emotional over it. So obviously I, I, I felt like this movie made me feel something regarding like, you know, your, your sexuality and coming on being your most authentic self, because that's really hard. And if you have people who are in your life who don't accept that, and you want them to accept it, and you want them to love you for who you are, but your entire life you've been told, and I'm talking about Harper, like your entire life, you've been put in this spot where you have to behave a certain way. I can understand why she would not want to come out but at the same time you may not want to come out to your parents but you have to treat your girlfriend with respect and you're and if you're not like if you can't do that then just let her go because she deserves someone better you know
1: yeah i have multiple things to say about what you said and i actually like i thought that john's speech to abby was one of the most beautiful parts of the movie i really loved it i loved it. I think the delivery was really beautiful and the sentiment was so good and sad because he says something like, what did your parents say when you came out to them? And Abby says, well, they told me they loved me and they supported me. And he said, my dad kicked me out and didn't talk to me for 13 years. And so there's so many things that happen between what happened to us and people telling their parents, because you can never like... The moment before you tell your parents, you come out to your parents, and then the moment after you come out to them, like, that a new chapter is starting. Like, you can never get it back. You can never get the words back. And I thought it was so poignant and so heartbreaking that some people's experiences are being disowned by their parents, and I can't even imagine that. Like, I don't even know what what world would you live in where you disowned your child for that? It I mean, it's to me, I,
0: obviously I am not this person that would kick out my child because to me, if my child came out to me, it'd be like, great. You know, like if you need me, I'm here for you and I love you for who you are. And I don't care if you want to sleep with men or women or both or whatever. Um, but it's, I just, to me, like that's, to kick a child out like a child that you love that you raise that you watch grow and change as a person because they like a certain gender is the stupidest thing ever to me like I can't even comprehend that because I'm like well why that's your child you don't love them like who cares who cares if they like vagina or penises or you know like and it's it's you're right it's so heartbreaking that he had to go through that and he had to experience that and um and like what kind of relationship are you gonna have with your dad after that you know like yeah would you even want one i don't know if i'd want one you
1: know yeah it's so i just don't think harper is is worth that i think Harper's character is so bad that when Abby... Because John said something about like, you know, Harper's just not ready yet. And Abby's like, well, I want to be with somebody who's ready. And I thought, yeah, you should be with somebody who's ready. Not not necessarily... Okay, not that she should be with somebody who's ready, but she should be with somebody who respects her even if they're not ready. And I don't think Harper is worth... I didn't didn't want them to end up together. And um, because... Harper was, like, doing this thing where she was, like, reverting to her past self where she was, like, hey, all my friends are going out to this bar. Come out. And then Abby came out. But Harper didn't really care about spending more time with her. She was just, like, maybe the obligatory, like, come hang out. And I was thinking, because, as I said earlier, they could do everything except sleep in the same bed without her parents. Like, if you came to my parents' house for Christmas time... If If I I wanted to spend an evening hanging out with you, you, or if if you you and I wanted to go to to a bar, bar, or if if any any number number of things, things. if If they they thought you were shoplifting shoplifting and I was, you know what I mean? Like, like, (laughs) my parents would (laughs) never be like, You must must be a lesbian. lesbian. Like, they would be like, Oh, they're friends. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't understand why Harper went so far in the other way because that was never explained. It just makes me think that she has, like, an evil character. Like, she's a bad person because right. she's sort of reverting to her old self, and she was like, oh, my friends, my friends. And then Abby wanted to go home, and so, so Harper's, Harper's like, sure, go, go home. And, and, and then, then Abby kept, like, like, texting texting her, like, texting her, like, texting when you come home. Are you okay? I, I love you. you. And, and Harper was, like, like never, never texting her, texting her back, back which is so crappy frat- behavior. I hate the text. She did end up texting her back. She
0: was like, I'm home night yeah and I was like nothing else like to me if someone (laughs) okay I feel like you're probably the same as I am because I feel as like as I say this you're gonna be like yep I'm the same way but if someone did that to me that like I'm home night I would be like my anxiety would be like through the fucking roof. I'd be like, I just told you I loved you and you didn't say anything back. Cool, cool. (laughs) The way things are going, this is just, this is just that fucking, you know, shit cherry on top of the shit you know, shit damn Sunday that I've had this entire damn, you know, week. And and I would like, my only, my rock, my support system is crumbling. That's the only one I have other than my friend who I can occasionally call on the phone. But I mean, not really. He's got his own life. So it's like, I can't, you know, rely on him to be available 24 seven. And I I don't, I just that, that response like really bothered me because it was so, to me, it was so cold. Like it was just, oh, it was really cold.
1: Yeah. and cool. cause I was thinking like, you got to read the room in that situation. Like if your partner is sending you multiple texts over the span of like three or four hours and you haven't responded to any of them and all you say is home safe night. Like that's, I think that's really bad behavior. I think Me you too. could say something like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We were having a lot of fun. I didn't look at my phone. I'm home safe. Good night. Right. You know, or
0: like even come down to where yeah. she's like laying and and snuggle up to her and be like hey i'm really sorry you know i to spend time with you but i was i just had a lot of friends in town you know like or s- some sort of explanation yeah but the like night i'm home like it was just so okay and that
1: made me think like if, if she was behaving as if like if abby wasn't there she'd be doing the same things and and i think that's just like the sign of like an immature person who when she get when they get around people from their old life, they ignore the people from their new life. I don't know, it's hard right. to explain, but she started seeming like she was becoming a different person a little bit. I and think like, her behavior was really regressive. Regressive, that's the word, yes. yes. Yeah. So she started regressing and I was like, she seems immature, like she needs to grow up. And I think that maybe... Abby should have left her for real like she shouldn't have taken her back she should have been like listen I accept your apology and I understand that this is hard for you but the way you treated me was it's a non-negotiable like yeah yeah we were here as people who loved each other and it's so easy to just let me like include me just include me like that's one of the things that like made me feel really sad was just like just include her nobody thinks you're a lesbian for including people like nobody thinks you're gay for including somebody and also i have to point out too like i have i have a friend
0: emily shout out to emily she doesn't (laughs) listen because she's on this podcast whatever (laughs) (laughs) but um Emily and I are very close and we're also like physically affectionate with each other. Like we don't kiss each other or anything, but we hug and we, you know, like we're affectionate. And we've had a lot of people who have thought that we were gay, <laughs> but we're just friends and we don't care because we're like and we we like like kind of jokey like flirt and stuff with each other. We're just really good friends, you know, we're, you know. Um and and It's like, I can act like that around my friend. And, and, you know, like, that's just what I'm saying is that it's like, you're right. No one's going to think that they're gay if they're just affectionate. Well, not even
1: affectionate. Like, just just hanging hanging out. out. Like, just include Abby. Like, you don't even have to be... Because I understand, like, you're not afraid of people saying that you're gay. But she was afraid of that. So, you don't have to... In her case, she didn't have to ever be affectionate. They could just she could just include Abby. Yeah. And I know it was, it's depressing because I, I think Abby, I think it's an unhealthy relationship, but additionally something that I like, we were talking yesterday cause you and I were hanging out and, and we watched Twilight. We watched Twilight. <laughs> uh we were talking fun. <laughs> we were talking about like how for me I told you that it's kind of difficult to watch the movie right before we record yes. because I need time to think. And this is a prime example of like something like sort of mixed together in my mind and made like a, a discussion stew and it's mm-hmm. all like simmered. And um You were putting on the crock pot in your mind. Yes. Yeah, I put it on the crock pot. I put it next to the post it note. (laughs) I put it next to the post it note that said, make sure Lauren takes home her gingerbread house because you guys, we made gingerbread houses and Lauren wanted to leave hers here because she didn't want to bother with taking it home and I said you're taking it and don't pretend that you forgot it because I put a post-it note inside my brain and I will not let you forget it here forget it quote-unquote here she is like
0: a she's like a loft so she was like stairs going up to her bedroom and I like turned around and I was like Oh, I'm just going to set this here for a moment. And <laughs> oops, I forgot it. She's like, "No,
1: you take this with you." I said, "You're taking this gingerbread house anyway." So, so
0: it's now sitting on my uh in, on one of my um my shelves, so oh, it's nice. very cute. See? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it's it right near it? my front door? It's, it's yeah. adorable. Even Bear said something.
1: He was like, "Wow, human, that's beautiful." I was like, "Thank you." So yeah. Something that I realized is that Harper is not, so what I, what I wanted to get to, and I'm going to get to it now because it's, it's, it's been in the room the whole time is that I really liked Riley. The white, you
0: would, would you say it's like a white elephant in the
1: room? It's a white elephant in the room. I really liked Riley and I liked Riley and Abby's back and forth. I liked that there was. Um, there was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There was a spark there, but neither one of them acted on it. Like, Riley was never pursuing right. Abby. Yeah. Abby was never pursuing Riley. They just had a connection. Uh, uh, Riley, played by yeah, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. And, and I thought, I thought Riley's, Riley's character was so, like, vivacious and full of, full of life, life and, and, and she was fun. fun. And, and then, then I realized, I realized that, that- Harper has, has no identity. Like, like her, her character, character was, was not fleshed out. out. Like, we didn't no, she we wasn't don't know really. much about her, except for the fact that when she gets around her horrible family, she her horribleness comes out. It's like she's wearing makeup that sho- makes her seem like a nice person, but she's actually not a nice person. Right. But I think she had no, like, her character development wasn't there. At the end of the movie, her identity was like. Allegedly, allegedly being in love with, with Abby. Abby but, but like, like I said I if that's, that's what, what you, if you, do you do to somebody, somebody you're in love you're with then I would, would never want, want to be on her on
0: bad, bad side,
1: side. But, but then, then, you f- then you well, f- you you're that's
0: like your entire
1: identity then you suck at your identity yeah. <laughs> but then you also find out that she was like super shitty to Riley like Riley yeah. and her had yeah. this like secret relationship they were best friends and then they became more than friends and they had and a secret relationship, relationship freshman year of high school. And, and then yeah, at, um, Harper, Harper sold, sold around and told, told everybody, that everybody that Riley was, was obsessed with Harper. Harper. And, right. And then, and you know, like Riley had to endure like, like, the, the torture, torture of high school, high school
0: being, being gay. gay. And I can't even, like, it's bad enough. Now, I'm lucky enough where I was never bullied, but it's it's bad enough to be bullied. But then y- you're growing up in a time which is like the late 90s, early 2000s when being gay was still pretty unaccepted. And and so it's like you're being bullied and you're gay on top of it. And you have someone who was, who you loved and, and, and you thought loved you and just turns your back on you and betrays you. I mean, that betrayal is... I don't even understand. Like when she said that, I was like, why is she still spending time with these people? Because to me, I'd be like, Harper, you're a terrible, horrible fucking bitch. And I never want to see you again in my life. Bye. You know, but like, like, I mean, I, I guess like her parents were making her go, but that's also bullshit. Cause you're in your thirties and you can make your own decisions about going to a party or not. You know what I mean? And yep. it, it Yeah. I, I did not understand why Riley would still want to spend time with Harper or even talk to her because if I were in her shoes, I would probably always be rude to Harper. Like I'd be like, I'd be like, Oh really? Harper, did you do the thing that you said that you just did? Mm, You know what I mean? Like I'd always be like, because in my mind, you don't deserve me being nice to you or me even being cordial to you because you destroyed me. You betrayed me. You, you, did something that is so terrible that it is going to change the the chemistry in my brain for the rest of my life and how I deal with other relationships and how I deal with other people and how I deal with the trauma of being bullied and being gay in a high school when that's not really accepted like so to, in my mind like I, I i just can't understand why riley would even want to just be around these people you know cuz the parents probably didn't do anything the parent i mean i don't think they did i don't think they did anything at
1: all they probably just were standing on harper's side and so it's well it's, i don't think that i would doubt that harper's parents knew exactly what happened at the right. school that like the rumor that harper started oh, that's true that's i true, mean that's true but Harper has a history of treating people really badly, and right. I just don't think she's a good character. Like, I, if she's gonna have a redemption arc, it has to be a lot better than like Christmas Eve magic makes her a nicer person. Yeah, that, which is that, the that trope like, in really this movie. Kind of bothered me. Yeah, like, to me,
0: I think what should have happened is Abby should have gone home, and then and then Harper should have followed her, done some like big grand romantic gesture, and was like, I really messed up and i'm really sorry and i did not treat you right and then i could be like okay all right i could see why abby would still want to be with her but i i kind of like i i agree with you i think we're really on the same page with this movie because if i was in abby's shoes and and there was one particular part and now i can't remember it where i think it was like really it was really towards the end when they when i think sloan found them kissing in the closet or whatever And Harper had like made up some like lie or or something that I think would be my breaking point. If I was Abby, I'd be like, you know what? We're done. Like, that's what I mean. Like
1: (laughs) I don't even know if a romantic gesture could salvage it for me because that seems like abuser behavior. Like I know I treated you really shitty, but here's a bunch of rose petals in a bathtub and candles and now we can be lovers again. And I'd be like, you know what? That doesn't fly with me. Like you can't treat me. I'm not a plaything. You can't treat me so badly and then just like do something and make me forget about how awful you treated me. Right, yeah. Cause she didn't just treat her badly once. She sold her out multiple times. You're right. So I, I have a hard time. And I think if we're if we're playing on like fantasy endings, I would have liked like Abby's like Harper, it's over. Abby goes home. You, you see, see like one, one year, year later. later. Abby, Abby and Riley Ryan run into each other somewhere, somewhere in the wilds. Wild. Yeah. And then, and then you, you just, just, like, have a faded black. black. You, you don't know. know we, don't we don't see anything. anything. But, but then you, you could, could also, also, in that one year, year later, show maybe Harper making strides and improvements in her, her own life. life. Like, right. Coming, right. coming to grips with the fact that she, she needs to mature. And she needs to start treating people better. And she needs to, you know, like, her family also needs to mature. But I think her family... her Her family family has has so many many evil evil problems problems. like they're so toxic they're talking the the first night when that the they're at that restaurant and they're like oh harper did you see that riley and her family are here and they're like oh riley's fam riley's parents they finally recovered from their daughter living that horrible lifestyle so they're like really (laughs) disdainful (laughs) like gay people and like Like, and her parents
0: finally recovered from her daughter's terrible
1: she's not a drug addict right down like Like i mean i in my head i assume that because riley is like she seems like a funny person and she seems like a cool person and she seems comfortable who she is in my head I I think think her parents parents probably accepted her. Right. But you never, I mean, mean, like, that's that's a storyline that that never gets addressed, but it 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 seems seems like like that's that's the case because they they don't don't seem, like, she she doesn't live like her parents parents are ashamed ashamed of her, her, like Harper Harper thinks that her family family would would be, be, you know.
0: Yeah, well, and it seems like she's just more open with talking about stuff like that, which Harper was not open about talking like stuff like that. So, I agree. It seems like Riley's parents were maybe just like, I mean, they were out, you know, having dinner together. So Mm -hmm. there's clearly some love between them or something, you know? Um, but that, that comment, like that horrible lifestyle, it's,
1: you know, (laughs) that's what I mean. Like Like mind your
0: own damn business Tipper. Yeah. And also what kind of name is Tipper? All right.
1: Mm -hmm. It always always reminds me of Tipper Gore.
0: (laughs) I wonder why maybe because it's the same name yeah you know i think that that could be it i i that's probably you know (laughs) i was trying to put my finger on it but i think that i think you just you you hit the nail on the head that's probably (laughs) that's probably why it reminds me so much of tipper (laughs) gore is like i was like really like racking my brain last night like but tipper seems like a rich woman's name it is a rich (laughs) like like that's i think it's a good name choice but also like there wait can i so there i want to say something really quick there, um, I was listening to a, a podcast episode and I can't remember what the podcast was, but, uh, it was about the Jean Benet, um, Ramsey murder. And, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, that's not funny. Famously that's not a funny I'm, story. That's not what I'm <laughs> laughing about. What I was laughing about was they had a friend named like Fleet White or something. <laughs> it's the person doing the podcast was like. And the whitest, richest sounding name is Fleet White. And I was just like listening to this and I was like, what kind of asshole names their kid Fleet? <laughs> you know, like oh it was gosh. just like the most, like again, like the most like country club, like white bread, like just like waspy sounding rich asshole name.
1: <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So let's talk about the family, like apart, like apart from talking about the relationship between Harper and Abby, I do want to talk about the family because they have a lot of problems. Like I really liked Jane and I would have liked seeing a movie from her perspective almost. Cause she's the younger sister. Who's just like full of life and happy. And something that I did want that didn't happen. And that this doesn't, bother me. Like, I don't think this is something the movie did wrong. I just think it's an opportunity that if they had taken it, I would have appreciated it. I would have liked Jane to come down into the basement and like sit with Abby and be like, listen, Abby, I want you to know that I know that you and Harper are together and I support you. And if you need anything, like I wanted, I wanted that to happen. Right. Because, but then I guess you, you see that the three girls as sisters are like just shitty to each other. Jane's not shitty to anyone, but so why would they know that Harper is, is gay because they're not like their authentic selves in any manner to each other. But um, I really liked how Jane is like so excited and, and Jane's like, Jane's at the, like, they have this white elephant party on uh, Christmas Eve. Oh, the dad is running for mayor. I feel like we should say that. So that's why they're, like, so concerned about appearances, because he's running for mayor. But they're having this Christmas party. All All through through the movie, movie, I keep keep jumping. jumping. All through the the movie, movie, Jane will, like, like, tell tell this like Like, tell the plot plot of this fantasy fantasy book she's She's writing writing to anyone who will listen I I really
0: like that she did that because she would like her eyes sparkled when she talked about it she's like and this happened but he has the blood of someone else and blah 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 and so you're like oh my goodness like and I was kind of like I would read that book (laughs) I would fucking read that I would read that book in an instant like and I I felt bad for Jane because I thought she was maybe just a little bit neurodivergent you know like she maybe had like ADHD or like something something that kind of was just a little bit different like it's not well, I think bit, she's
1: like a creative personality
0: right but I'm I'm thinking like I just got the vibe that she maybe had like she was just maybe neurodivergent in some way you know I mean it's it could be anything it could be you know depression it could be whatever either way is what I'm saying is that I she was just a very, I think she had a unique perspective and I, and I liked her too. I thought she was really sweet and, and she, she just had this kind of like, she wanted to be accepted and she wanted to be, you know, part of her family, but it seemed like they just kept kind of leaving her out, you know, a little bit. Like she wasn't again, like I, as I discussed before, you know, she didn't have that great of a job or whatever. So she's like, not as worth as much praise, you know, or something like that. Or, and the dad, like from the beginning was always just using her as like a sort of handy woman type of thing. You know, he's like, Oh, this is, this is wrong. Can you go fix this? Or this is not working. Can you go fix this? And she'd be like, so like on top of it, like, sure, no problem. And so, and it's, it's, it seemed to me like Jane was wanting her parents' approval, but also at the same time she was happy with who she was, and she was confident in who she was because she says that she's like, I like who I am, and I love that she said that, and I was so so mad when they broke that painting and and you know she said to she said to Harper that it took her a hundred hours to paint this, and when they first showed it. I was like, that is so beautiful. She did such a great job. The perspective is amazing. It's just this beautiful little painting of Main Street, but then like Anna Gastermeyer's character, was that how you pronounce her name? Anna Gasteyer? (laughs) Gasteyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harry Levin is her name. So Gasteyer, that's, (laughs) I don't know whatever if you're not adding extra syllables to people's names what are you doing well
1: it's like <laughs> it's not like an easy it, i know it because i watched snl but if you didn't watch snl and you didn't know her name then it is kind of like an like well like, a, I, un, like a I knew it was name. like
0: anna gas something i just didn't know the rest of it <laughs> gas dyer <apparently. laughs> Gastermeyer. Yeah. Gastermeyer. Gaster, so she plays harry levin And she like looks at the painting and she's like, what is this? And I was like a beautiful piece of art. Like I would be, I would be like, I don't want to let this go. This is my gift. This is mine. You can't take this because a white elephant is like, yeah, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever played it?
1: No, Lauren, I want you to tell me what a white elephant is. Are you
0: you being sarcastic or serious? I just hatched
1: out of an egg yesterday. You, well, you know what?
0: I did not know what a white elephant was for many years. So in, in recent history. Yeah, I think it was about like probably mid twenties before I
1: knew what it was. That's not really recent history.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) whatever. In my mind it is. (laughs) That was really me. I'm
1: I'm sorry, that was really that sounded really snotty of me, but um a little bit, but I forgive you. (laughs) Well, so yeah, all through through the movie movie, Jane is like, like telling telling people people about about this fantasy fantasy book that she's writing and they all kind of their eyes all kind of seem to glaze over like nobody's really interested in it it's like how
0: whenever we talk to anyone about
1: movies that aren't each other (laughs) 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 especially our parents it's like yeah Uh uh-huh
0: that's cool well you
1: are much more brave than i i don't talk any sort of analysis with my parents oh i hardly at all with anyone who will listen oh see i i I need to find a kindred spirit before I do that. Like, Mike and I will talk about movies. I'll talk about movies with you. And if I find a kindred spirit in the wild, like my friend Reagan and I, we talk about movies, but I don't do it with other people who I am just, just, who just, like, couldn't care less, you know? Right, right. I Or could I care, care less. less. I, don't like
0: I try it. with a lot of people, and I think it's because I want to try and find those kindred spirits because I don't really have any kindred spirits other than, like, you. You know, like, that really like to talk about movies um and it kind of sucks because (laughs) especially if I just watch a movie that we're reviewing and I'm like I want to talk about this so fucking bad but I can't (laughs) so it's like no one I can talk to about it and so I just kind of do it with whoever because and then I gauge how they are you know if their eyes are Like, are they donut glazed or are they just like slightly glazed, you know? And then I go, okay, time to end this conversation. Maybe let's not have a 45-minute rant about how bad Man of Steel was and how it could have improved because I've done that a lot. (laughs) Like, I would say it's only happened once or twice, but that's a lie. (laughs) So,
1: So she's going through the movie and people say stuff to her like, You've st- you're still working on this book you've been working on it for 10 years you know and she's like yeah but when it's a bestseller i could take care of the family i'll make so much money and all that and then the night of the white elephant and party that's so, that's so sweet that she's like i'll take care of the family yeah why would she like, take care of those horrible people like, first
0: of all they're they're very well off like look at that that like <laughs> colonial i think it was like maybe a georgian colonial style house like just beautiful like mansion pretty much i mean it was enormous and uh, they're they're gonna be okay, <laughs> you know.
1: So on Christmas Eve, she comes in and she's got this giant wrapped. You can tell it's a piece of art of some kind. It's wrapped, and they're like, "What's that?" And she's like, "Oh, this is my masterpiece." And so in oh, and that head, broke my heart. In my head, I'm thinking like, "Okay, this could go one of two ways. Like, either it's gonna be really wacky and not very good, or it's gonna be really good." That's what I, I, I was thinking too.
0: Like it it's like it, it could either be like the level. Do you remember in Friends when Phoebe had that painting of like the mannequin that was half popping out of the canvas and everyone hated it and she kept trying to like pawn it off on people? Vaguely. <laughs> it was this terrifying looking painting. Like it was really creepy. And uh and and she wanted to give it to Rachel and Rachel's like, I don't have the room. Well, I can't I <laughs> I can't and so she's trying to give it to all these other people but no one wanted it because it was so creepy looking but that's kind of like what I was expecting you know I was like is it going to be like the mannequin painting from
1: friends (laughs) yeah or is it going to be like a fantasy painting or something or you know and so then as you pointed out Anna a gets the painting and she opens it and she seems really disdainful of like a very beautifully well painted painting and and then Sloan and Harper are having this argument because Sloan has just discovered Harper and Abby kissing in the basement because Abby was threatening to leave because how do you watch the person you love flirt with their ex right in front of you? Yeah. And oh, and another thing about that moment is that John comes to rescue her and that's, I really like that because she had called him earlier and she's like, what would you do? Would you stick it out? It's just two more days or would you leave? because I can't get an Uber, the movie's equivalent of an Uber. It was like Uber. It was like a made up ride share, anything and a uh, company. And she's like, it's a thousand dollars if I want to leave because it's prime time, you know? And, and he came to like, and I really liked when he walked into the party cause he saw a bunch of people and he just went, Abby, really loud. And I thought that was pretty funny. And he came to <laughs> I, like, he,
0: he, like, he kind of like did it really loud and he was like,
1: Abby, yeah. Abby. he came to rescue her because he's a good friend and so she's so they're downstairs her and Harper I wish
0: Dan Levy had been a bigger part of the movie to be honest with you
1: I thought he was in it enough but I I just I really like him so (laughs) um and then I did like how he was watching all the animals that she was pet sitting and he's he's, she's like how are the fish fish. and he He has has this look on his face face where he's like i "I did not take take care of fish fish. and then the next time she's talking on (laughs) the phone with him he's (laughs) in a pet store buying fish (laughs) which made me laugh because he's like hypothetically (laughs) i I love these fish fish. if i wanted wanted some for my own where would i buy them yeah i
0: i um i had a a friend i'm gonna use bunny quotes because she's not really a friend let's call her an acquaintance and she was really into fish and uh she got like a big tank and she was talking about how expensive certain fish are. And it's insane. Yeah. How expensive some of these fish are like hundreds, thousands of dollars, you know? And, uh, I, I was, I was just like, Oh, you should have taken care of those fish dude. Cause that's going to break the bank
1: if you're to buy all new ones. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So they're in, so anyway, Sloan catches them kissing and then her and harper are like sort of fighting throughout the house while the party is going on in like the living room and then they open a closet and you see sloan's husband eric making out with another woman mm-hmm. who has yes. sort of like, like i don't know who this so, woman is like, like a family, a family, family friend, friend or something, or something. And, and so, so- Sloane,
0: she seemed kind of bitchy too though yeah, when, yeah. so
1: sloan was like, like sloan instead of sloan being she, like shocked she, she says to him You told me, we agreed we were going to wait until after Christmas. So, and then you find find out that that they've been planning planning getting a divorce for like six six months, months, but they they didn't want to tell the family because they they wanted wanted to seem perfect. And I, this sounds horrible,
0: but I just have to interrupt you to say this, but all I could think of is like, if I was Eric and I was married to Sloane too, I would also get out of that marriage because she
1: was just so cold and so, just mean and like but he, he was like pretty shitty as well because he, he, he was he was yeah. he shook abby's hand he met abby and he shook her hand and said a little coconut oil will soften your skin yes right i up. remember that and she i was, was like, like i understand oh, why he married this family okay. because they they cannot stop with the subversive backhanded compliments oh my god they I couldn't know. stop there when, were so many little comments her. but Dude, let me finish my story okay okay because I feel like I've been trying for like 15 minutes. Okay, go for it, go for it. Um, so Slo- now Harper has this fuel because she knows that Sloan's husband is cheating on her. And so they take their fight into the living room. And this painting has just been opened and it's a beautiful painting. And I really like how John sees it. Dan it's Levy's character, John, John sees it. Sees it. And he's like, like, I love that. that. He's the, the only one who like, like appreciates like, it without it. even like thinking about it, Harper takes the painting and, like, puts it over Sloan's head and breaks it, and that's what made my eyes well. I
0: knew that that was going to happen.
1: Like, I knew from the moment that they in-
0: they showed the painting, I was like, this painting's going to be destroyed. I didn't know how, but I knew it was not going to, it was not going to survive.
1: No, I, I totally agree. I knew that something bad was going to happen to it, but I didn't know how cruel it was. I thought it was going to be an accidental destruction me too and and that's what made my eyes well up and i know that it's supposed to be a shocking moment but it was just like the selfish petty piss baby cruelty of these characters to take and they didn't know that her sister had painted that painting necessarily because they weren't there when it was opened to destroy a piece of art like they did was so awful and it was just the final nail in the coffin for me where i and And like like i I said it made made my my eyes well up because because i it's it's just such such a sad sad, mean movie and
0: And then then jane was like like, you
1: destroyed destroyed my my painting painting. that That took me like you you said said, 100 hours hours. and And then then jane has a little little soliloquy where she's like i'm part of this family and i matter and i like myself and then things sort of like shit sort of hits the fan and sloan's like Harper's Harper's a lesbian and Abby's her girlfriend and Abby's Abby's standing in the hallway. And And Harper has this this moment, moment, and and I'm I'm not not saying that this would be easy, easy. this would be really really hard, but at this this point, everything's out in the the open. You're at like, you would think that you're at like a cement floor, you cannot fall below that cement floor. Like the truth is out there, you can just own it. But instead, looking right at Abby,
0: the person she says she loves, she says,
1: I'm not a lesbian, so it's getting divorced. And then, and then Abby, then Abby leaves, leaves because Abby can't Abby take. I would have left I too. I would have left too because you oh, didn't sell somebody out like that. Like, well, and and the Abby
0: kind of had this look on her face, like, "Oh, finally, finally, now they're gonna know." And then Harper just ripped the rug out from under her, and she's like, "Just kidding, bye," you know. And mm-hmm. Abby,
1: it was pretty bad. And I understand, like, I am sympathetic to the fact that, like, in the heat of the moment, it's not easy to just be like, "Yeah, I am a lesbian," but. I also am not sympathetic to the fact that we've watched Harper habitually treat Abby really badly and deny her and deny who she is and make her pretend to be somebody else and And now Sloane has done the hard work work for for you and and you're you're staring staring. you're You're making making eye contact contact with with the person person you love love, and you you still can't can't, sort sort of of like like she she could even have like, like taking a breath, a breath and, and broke them down and, and been like she's, she's my, my girlfriend, girlfriend but and i know that that's, that's not easy and i'm making it sound, sound easier than it is, than it is but at, at that, that point, point that would be the deal breaker for me, for me and you know, i would be I'd like, be like, like you're, you're not ready for, for me, the relationship that i thought we had and you need to grow up
0: yeah i definitely would not want to if i was going to continue the relationship i would not want to get engaged i would be like no i would be like we need at least six more months before. That even is on the table because, you know, like you need to, you need to build my trust again in you. Cause I mean, in my mind, or if I were Abby, I would have a very hard time trusting my partner after that, because I'd be like, what if you throw me under the bus? Like you did Riley, because you did earlier. Mm-hmm. So what's, you know, what's stopping you from doing this again? This is clearly something that is a habit for her and It's you know, she might feel bad about it, but she's still doing it either way, and it's still hurting people. So
1: yeah, where are
0: we now, Harper? You know, and how
1: much hatred do you have to have for your sibling as two grown women to out them like that? Like that's really that's and they don't really
0: get into why Sloane and Harper are so competitive, you know? Right. And it's not there's no real you know, you don't like see into their childhood or how they were, well, you kind of do. I think that it sounds like maybe the parents competed them against each other, you know? But it's still, it's still, you're roughhousing, you know, destroying a piece of art and you're in a party with a bunch of other people. It's like, at what point do do you leave your childhood behind as an adult? And grow up and go hey we're acting like children why are we doing this let's stop and let's just fucking talk about it you know and and I totally agree with you about like getting really upset about Jane's painting because she that was her masterpiece she called it her masterpiece like that you know was the thing she was probably super fucking proud of and and Tarper didn't even look at it she just took it and she just destroyed it and I I I've spent 40 hours on paintings before and they were not half as good as that one and I mean and they were not half as comprehensive and half as like full of detail as that one was that was really well done and I just like if someone had done that uh and they had destroyed my painting with uh outlet I thought there'd be a real chance that they would not be part of my life after that.
1: Well, that's, you lead me to something else that I was thinking of. And it's like, if you're 16 years old, that's your family. And that's the only family you have. And so I can see like, kind of acting like a piss baby. But if you're in your late 20s i love the piss baby <laughs> i don't uh, think i've
0: ever heard piss baby until you started using it i I'm have like, to
1: yes. piss baby trademark mike myers circa okay, 2017 so 18 19 somewhere around there mike <laughs> mike brought it up so it's his word but i use it wait
0: like 2017
1: around i don't know oh, okay the okay, last well, few years i wasn't
0: sure if you meant like he was 17 when he started oh no in it. the last
1: few years he's, he 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 created this phrase, and I, I, I like it. I've adopted it. Because when we it, were
0: talking about we were talking about uh, Twilight, we were like, Jacob is such a piss baby. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can see how that is important when they're your only family. But when you're in your late twenties, Sloan has a family of, now. Granted, Sloan's marriage is falling apart. She has, she has children. children. She, she, has has children. Has she has a life of her own. own. Harper, Harper has, a has a life of her own, own too. too. She, she has, has uh, a. a a, a girlfriend, girlfriend who, who she, she doesn't know that they're, they're going to get engaged, engaged but it but seems, seems like, like they're serious, serious enough for abby yeah, to, to think that they, they should they be engaged and harper's probably feeling that, that seriousness as well, well they at, at least, least live, live together. together so, so at, at that, that point, point you, you effectively are, are you have, have a, family a family of your family own. own like you're not necessarily married yet but this person has become to you a family oh yeah you are your unit is a family This This is the only family I have anymore. I have have this person who is now my family. If my sibling sibling is treating me badly, badly, I have have to endure it for like six hours on a holiday. But I I have have this this other family family now, and so this This opinion still hurts. But it it shouldn't shouldn't make make you so so mad that you destroy property. property. Yeah. Yeah. No, that
0: totally that totally makes sense. But it's also it's not even just like your sibling's opinion makes you so mad that you destroy property it's that why are you destroying property to begin with (laughs) you know like what the hell harper that's really messed up i actually i wanted to um mention something you had mentioned before about them like the family would say something but then they would kind of backtrack and say so when we're first introduced to tipper and Harper walks in, and she she goes, "Oh, you grow more beautiful every day." And then I can't quite remember what she said after that, but it was kind of like a a disparaging comment. Oh, she a says, little bit. "Did you bring any concealer?" Yes, yes, that was it exactly. So she's like, "You grow more beautiful every day." And I was like, when she first said that, I was like, "That is such a sweet thing to say." But then she was like, "Did you bring concealer?" I was like, "Never mind." Like you know, I was like that that little comment, it kind of like it, it kind of negated the nice comment that you said. And now it doesn't mean anything, Yeah, you know, because Mm -hmm. I grow more beautiful every day, but then you're telling me that I need to cover up. So I guess I don't grow more beautiful every day. You just lied to me, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so, and it's, 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 it's just these, these little, like, and I hate when people do that, that little stinging remark where they're like, they're like, oh, I'm going to say something nice to you. But then in the next breath, I'm going to insult you as well. And it's at that point, it's like, then don't say anything nice to me because you clearly don't mean it. So just stop doing it because it hurts more when you say something nice and then you say something mean immediately after, you know, Yep. and it's that kind of, I mean, this, this family, this whole environment is so toxic, you know, they're so toxic to each other. And it, it really seemed to me like maybe the only healthy relationship was between the mom and the dad, you know, but I don't even know about that. And I don't think they get into it that much, but I'm not rooting for these people. Really? The only one I'm really rooting for is Jane, yeah. you know, and she, cause she's the only one that's not caught up in all this bullshit and all this you know this family politics it's it's just ridiculous and you know Victor Garber's character who's let's say his name so ted ted is trying to run for mayor and they're so wrapped up in in how he looks and how he appears to his constituents that they're letting their family fall apart and it's to me if you're whole life is your, is your political career and you don't care about your family, then you don't, but don't pretend like you do if all you care about is what the appearances they can give off. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just so, it's just so fake. It's not, not the fake. Isn't the right word. It's, it's like a very, um, I don't know. I can't think of the word, but it's very fake. It's very, on the surface everything may look like, perfect and great but underneath it's garbage yeah and, like a facade
1: almost what a facade maybe. yeah
0: yeah there yeah facade it's it's they are just people who they care about one thing and that's not their family and that's not their daughters and, and how they feel and and to me if i was them and those are my kids my daughter's mental health would be far more important than the fact that i might win mayor you know like
1: yeah i mean ideally yeah but yeah i could see just based on the children they raise that that wouldn't matter to them (laughs) yeah oh no
0: for sure yeah i mean it's it's not like you know joseph kennedy levels of like wanting to disregard your children where you like lobotomize them but it's still you know i mean i feel like if someone ended up in like a mental institution you know they might be like oh well we don't talk about them anymore you know what I mean and it's it's like there's there's there shouldn't be shame associated with needing mental help because everyone does at some point some people need it more than others and that's okay but this family just has this like they have to appear a certain way and if they don't well then it doesn't matter or they're not good enough or whatever and it's just
1: yeah i don't think there was, there was never like a mental health storyline in this movie
0: no i'm just saying i'm just saying like i'm just giving an
1: example okay you know? yeah because i mean i think like i think they were just every one of them was just so selfish besides they jane can. she wasn't selfish but they were just so selfish and self-involved and i it's I don't know. They were just super unlikable. And so Harper finally, like all the party guests have left and Riley is the last one to leave. And Harper finally apologizes to Riley and they like shake hands. And I was like, eh, I don't know. That seems like kind of weak. Cause like, oh, yeah. Now I can apologize for what I did to you. And then Abby comes back and her and John had taken the walk and he gives her that nice speech. And They come back and Harper finally comes out in front of her parents and Abby's like, I'm going to go. And Harper's like, but I did it. I came out and Abby's like, it's just too little, too late. And I was really happy because I was like, it is too little, too late. Like she's got a lot, she got a lot of stuff that she needs to deal with and grow up and, and I don't think they're right for each other. So she got her stuff and her and John go to this like, like roadside convenience mart because they're driving back home and it's Christmas Eve and then harper comes to the she's cuz there's like this secondary jokey storyline about like how john tracks everybody with his phone yeah and i so love harper's that. I like
0: that was hilarious harper's like
1: i tracked you that's how i knew where you were john taught me how and then harper gives her this like like soliloquy about like i love you and i never want to i'm sorry i was i was so bad and i really fucked up and i'm sorry and i was shitty and then she just tuck her back and that really pissed me off because i i was like no it's actually too little too late because one thing in the sea of everything that happened one thing maybe could be forg- forgivable but there was just like this pattern of disregarding abby and not just disregarding her but selling her out yeah and time. and so then they go back and and then the movie like it's Christmas morning, and I like that John and Jane are talking, and Jane's telling him her fantasy book, and he, like, gets it, it. Like, like, finally he gets, gets it, you know? yeah. and I thought that that was cute, <laughs> but, but, then, like, that was cute. But, but then, like, the mom, and, like, mom and dad have, have this like, total, total life changes, changes which, is which is, like, like what, what I said, I said earlier, earlier with the, the Christmas, Christmas Eve magic, magic where all of, all of a sudden they're, they're, they're like, good people and decent people, and Anna Gassermeyer calls, and, she's She's like like, yeah yeah, if there's there's like a a don't ask don't don't tell tell about your daughter daughter harper then we could have have a campaign campaign going going. you don't hear his his response response, but he comes comes back into the room and and says like well my campaign campaign for mayor might not go so well and i was like i just don't think that he would have that turn i think
0: i felt the same like that was like
1: that i'm like your personality
0: doesn't change overnight like you could i mean on christmas eve maybe i guess apparently um but then, you know, the 26, it all goes back to crap. So it's like temporary personality yeah. change. Um, I I didn't really, I felt like that was kind of, again, like what you said. It was a little movie fight. It was, he's all of a sudden like okay with his, his daughter being gay and he wants to, you know what I mean? And they talked about how Tipper and, and Ted talked about how much money, they put all their money into this campaign So in my mind, I'd be like, well, they're not going to lose their money on their campaign. And they clearly don't really care about their daughter.
1: So honestly, like, why, why give it up? You know? I mean, yeah, like, I don't, like I said at the beginning, like their redemption wasn't equal to how evil they were because it was like, they were like crappy to the bone like yeah, they weren't just yeah. like rich people who did snotty things they were like mean people and that's the difference yep, because yep. rich people who do snotty things can have a more believable movie-fied change of life on christmas eve but like a movie about people who are just like mean people it doesn't work that way for me. And I don't buy it. And also I'm already like at an ending that I didn't want because I didn't want them to stay together anyway. And then you find out like a year later, Jane's Jane's book, published publisher publisher book, book, and it is is a bestseller. bestseller, And and he he actually actually did win win the mayor mayor race. race, And and they're they're actually actually engaged engaged at at that point. point. And Sloan, Sloan is, is like happy and her kids are finally laughing because before they, they were, were like the, the twins, twins from, from the shining. Oh my god, they were so <laughs> yeah, oh, like, it almost
0: immediately I was like I don't like these kids.
1: <laughs> the twins, <laughs> almost immediately. Yeah, they came clean about putting the jewelry in Abby's bag and I I don't I don't know. I, I I the thing that I, I did like, did like that was kind of realistic in a way way that i liked was christmas Christmas morning morning, eric sloan's husband
0: eric and sloan smile at each other but not in a let's
1: Let's get get back back together together, way more in a way of like like, now we're we're finally able able to to admit that we we have have to get divorced right and work out and And i thought that was nice because i would have been like wait why are they still together if they like because there's just no storyline between them so it would have seemed like out of the blue you know right and, it would have made sense
0: with everything else in the movie. Yeah. I
1: just, I don't, I just... I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I, just I just really thought, thought that there was something that, that could be done really, done really well, well with this movie, but, this but instead, instead they just, just went
0: in a direction
1: that, that I, I honestly I wasn't, wasn't expecting. I thought, I thought it was going to be too horny for me, me but, but instead, instead it was like... Like I told you, I, I, I felt like crying more than just the scene. And 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 I didn't didn't feel like like crying crying because I was like, like, this is so so beautiful. Or this this is is, I I feel like crying crying because I was like, if if I want somebody to be mean mean to to me, I'll I'll just just go go back back to like seventh grade and and provoke like the meanest person in school. Like I don't I don't (laughs) need to choose it as my entertainment, you know? Yeah, no,
0: I feel the same way. I I I really don't think I liked the ending, to be honest with you. I thought I pretty much liked it up until everything just happened to work out on Christmas Eve. And I, I did really, and like what you said, I did really like the relationship between Abby and Riley and, and Riley seemed like she was really cool and fun and, and she's like adorable too. So, you know, um, actually think that Aubrey Plaza is cuter than (laughs) Mackenzie Davis. So, uh, but I, it's, I, I agree with you. Harper's too mean. She's too, she's done too much stuff to hurt Abby. And I think Abby taking her back is a dumb decision. I think it's, it's, it's like. <laughs> Just too much. It is. Too much, much has happened. And it- also like you're, you know, like you don't suddenly have a personality change. You have to go through experiences and events and and whatever else to make you go oh hey this personality that I currently have is garbage so maybe I should cultivate a different one of generosity or you know you're Ebenezer Scrooge and you're being invited you know you're being visited by Christmas past Christmas present and Christmas future I always liked the uh speaking of if just saying because it's Christmas coming up the uh Guy Pearce version of A Christmas Carol is very dark but very good
1: so i would recommend it is it on it. hulu because i think they have I a version of a so. christmas carol on hulu that looked the still frame looked kind of spooky i was like shocked at how dark
0: it was like there's like sexual like abuse like child sexual abuse in it like you don't see it but it's oh, talked about. okay i was gonna like, say maybe i'll skip his, it but I past, see. past okay. yeah um they talk about him being at a school where he was like sexually abused by one of the professors oh, so, yeah geez. and that yeah is, there's a it's a it's a very good but it's again it's a very dark retelling of that and i i watched it last year and i was like hot damn because i normally watch like the flintstone or like the muppet version you know like the really like light cute fun one but uh, this year i was like i like guy pierce he's a pretty good actor you know so i checked it out and i was like okay all right um that was
1: i didn't know the flintstones had a version of the christmas carol I do. <laughs> wow
0: I think, anyway. Or I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, it's been la, a hot la, minute la, since la, I've la, seen la. the Flintstones <laughs> version, but yeah. maybe it's not Flintstones. Anyway, whatever. Either way, I usually watch, like, the kid sure, yeah. version of it because it's fun. But, yeah, this... Anyway, that's kind of what I want <laughs> <laughs> Just, I wanted to mention it. It's Christmas time, or it's going to be Christmas. So I figure, why the hell not? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, I think we've talked about everything we need to talk about, you know? Um, would you recommend this movie?
1: I don't think I would. I honestly don't think I would. Um, I think I've come to the conclusion that I really didn't like it very much. I, I already knew that as a whole, I didn't like it, but there was small parts that I did like. So that's Same. what was keeping me on the fence. But now I'm thinking about how, like, how sad it made me. <laughs> that I don't think I would recommend it because but I think, I think it's, it's it's supposed to be comedy. It's supposed to be romantic, romantic comedy. And it's not neither of those things. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not, not fair. It, it did, did make, make me... I mean, kind of I chuckled. Like, like, it, it wasn't, wasn't totally void of comedy. But, but it, it made, made it me so sad, sad. And it, it, was it was just, like, like such, such a mean... mean like, there were so many mean people and mean things. And and it's not a good love story because you don't... I don't want them to be together. Same. I think... Obviously, Obviously, I I didn't didn't write the movie, so so I can't can't choose my ending. ending, But but if if they 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 had had ended up up not together... Claire Duvall, we're looking at you. (laughs) Then I might have... I knew there was a reason I didn't like it. I might have liked it a little bit more, but I still think, like, just, like... Because I don't know if you've ever seen The Family Stone, but The Family Stone is very similar, where it's just, like, very mean Is that with Rachel McAdams? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they're just a very mean, unpleasant family... And they're very cruel to Sarah Jessica Parker for no reason other than the fact that their beloved firstborn son wants to marry a woman that they just don't like. like. And it's it's like, like, it just makes makes you sad. sad. Like, Like, it it makes makes me sad sad to think think that people people endure endure stuff like that. that. Like, if If I was Abby, Abby, I'd like like to think that after after Harper, Harper... you know, like sold me yeah. out more than, more than once, once. I'd be like, "This, this isn't working, working for, me. for me. I'm, I'm, I'm going home. home. I, I hate, hate this, this, and I, I hate, hate your family." family. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I don't, I don't think I would recommend, recommend it, it but, but I, it makes, it, makes me, I it upsets me in that regard because, because I think they had a good story. I would never say like she should have ditched Harper and gone for Riley, except for the fact that they had this chemistry, and I don't think she should have ditched Harper for Riley, but I would have liked. Maybe after Harper Harper and Abby's relationship doesn't work out, like I said earlier, you see down the road, everybody's had time to heal, you see see her and Riley running running into each other, and you think, oh, maybe she'll finally be with somebody somebody who appreciates her, you know, that that sort sort of thing, thing. like, Like, and neither neither of them ever, ever, like, there was no hint that that they would cheat, cheat. like, there was never, like, a like, our faces, our faces are slowly moving next, moving next to each other. We might kiss. kiss. There was, there was none, none of that. They were, were just connecting, connecting on, like, a Riley as being a shoulder to lean on. And I really, really liked that because I think it would be so easy to tip it in, in that, that direction, direction where I think so, too. And then it's like, ooh, now Abby is kind of icky, but that's not what happened ever.
0: Yeah, I like that they didn't do so that either.
1: That was really well done. That story was really well done. I'm just disappointed that, it like how just the movie completed itself but so i don't think i would recommend it would you well the problem is i already have (laughs) so however i recommended
0: it while i was watching the movie and not after i'd watched the movie (laughs) so and i recommended it to my mom she watched it and she cried she and i are very different well we're not very different we both watch those stupid hallmark movies however when I'm watching a stupid Hallmark Christmas movie, I'm expecting crap. You know, like I know it's not going to be good. That's why I go into it because I understand it's not great, but it's fun. You know, it's, it's a shitty Hallmark movie. They're fun. That's all they're supposed to be. They're supposed to make you feel good. This one did not make me feel good. It, it, I really felt for Abby a lot. Um, and I thought that again and again, Harper was just a shitty person and to me there's not much of a love story there if one person cannot treat the other one with respect to me that's not a love story that's just that's just cruel and unkind and I think that I didn't really like this movie <laughs> like now I think I've had time to process it and we've talked about that where we need time to process it and work through it And I just remember, like, walking around my apartment going, like, you know, I just don't know if I really liked the ending. I really had a hard time, you know, reconciling that. And I had a hard time with everyone suddenly being a good person when they were not before. You you don't, that doesn't happen. It's not going to happen overnight. And with everything just, like, neatly tied up in a nice little bow, it just, It's like life doesn't work that way. Life is messy. Life is a wreck. You know, like you, you might get an ending to a story, but if like in this case, this ending, it just didn't seem like it should have happened because again, you don't treat someone that you love like the way that Harper treated Abby. And I don't think I would stay in that relationship. If I were her, I'd have a really hard time after that. And so I guess overall (laughs) what I'm saying is I don't think I would. I think it's, I think, I mean, I'm going to say the same thing. If you really like the cast, go for it. But if you're not that crazy about it or you're not dying to watch this movie, don't even bother because it's, it's heartbreaking and it's not, there's there's certain bits and pieces like i really like dan levy's character and i love that he was um you know like the things that he said to abby about coming out and stuff like that that really touched me but that's just like three minutes out of a an hour and a half or hour and 45 minute movie so in my you know three minutes does not redeem a film um I mean it can but like probably not <laughs> you know that's like unlikely but anyway so no I think I think I would say I would not recommend it and now I kind of want to have my mom listen to this episode to see what she thinks about it because because yeah cause she said that she liked it so she but yeah it, it's it's just sad it's
1: a sad film and it is really sad it should not be a sad film you know no, because all they had to do because I think I sort of touched on this at the beginning, so I might be repeating myself a little bit, but I've kind of had similar conversations with myself since watching it that you said you've had conversations in your apartment. And I think like all they had to do is just keep it more light. Like, oh, somebody almost walks in on them kissing or, oh, this is happening. But instead they made Harper just seem so bad. Like yeah. she just needed so much maturing. And it wasn't, just, it wasn't just a story about a woman who – was having trouble coming out to her family it was a story about a woman who habitually treats people she's in relationships with badly and and that ceases to be like cute and fun and it's and so i think they could have just they should have just made it more like oh, we almost got caught in the act. Oh, we almost got caught in the act. Oh, people are asking Abby about her boyfriends and she's never had one, you know, or something like that. Right, right. But instead it's just I like, did like...
0: I did like that part where she's like, yeah, I've had, lo- I've had many, yeah. lots of <laughs> a boyfriend, many boyfriends. Not like a lot, like but, you know, like enough. <laughs> and, like, a, a normal like, amount, yeah. <laughs> I was like,
1: okay. <laughs> like, I think the heaviness should have come from Harper's struggle and not from how Harper and Abby are relating to each other. Um, for the most part, and, and unfortunately, the movie went in a different direction, and so, so the movie became, became less about, about Harper Harper's struggle and more about, about, like, should, should we intervene, intervene and get Abby out of here, you know? Yeah, and that's I, not good.
0: No, I, yeah, I, I think, um, to kind of just go off on what you said, I think that it would have been more interesting of a movie, since we know that Harper did not treat her previous. You know, significant others with respect. Well, m- mostly Riley. It doesn't seem like Connor had any issue with that, but probably because Connor was a man mm-hmm. and they were in a you know a heterosexual relationship. I'm using bunny ears because it's you know. Um, but I think that that Harper has treated her significant others with disrespect, except for Connor. But again, he's a he's a man, so you know they were in like a heteronormative quote relationship whatever and Riley was not a heteronormative relationship and if they had showed Harper having this sort of redemption arc where she realizes I treated not only Abby wrong but I also treated Riley wrong and maybe like what you said Abby left and a year later you know maybe she could reconcile not necessarily romantically with Harper, but maybe like Harper could have came to her and been like, I really mistreated you and I totally understand you don't want to be part of my life, but I wanted to apologize, you know? And then Abby be like, I forgive you, but we're not going to be back together and then have her run into Riley and have like that kind of like, what's going to (laughs) happen, you know? But I, I think it would have been a lot more interesting if they had Harper grow as a person, but she didn't. She just stayed the same. In fact, she reverted. She regressed to previous behaviors when she was younger. So whatever maturity that she had is gone. You know, it's, it's long gone. And, I, and I, I just, I think that I could not be on board and you said this a million times, and I'm just going to repeat it. Like, I'm bored with a relationship where one
1: person's being treated like garbage, you know? Mm-hmm. And-, and then I think what you said just you know? then was really smart, where you said she didn't, um, her character never improved. She stayed the same, also regressed. And then to just, like, tack on to that, she then expected Abby to just, like, jump on board with her in her right. unimproved state, regressed state. And then
0: and also just to point it out, like how unfair is it to be driving to your parents' house, pull over the side of the road and go, by the way, my parents don't know I'm gay.
1: That's true. She did lie to her. Like she said, remember over the summer when I told you I came out to my parents, they were cool with it? That was shitty. The whole thing was a lie. I never actually came out to them. And then let yeah, like it starts off on this. And, like, Abby was, like, surprisingly okay with it. Like, okay, yeah, we can do this. She looked really hesitant. She looked yeah. like she didn't want to do it, but she was like, well, I love you, so I'll do it But then you. later in the movie, she was, like, because Harper was, like, you agreed to this. And Abby was, like, we were almost to the house. So, like, she really didn't have a choice. And so, just. She shoved she shoved Abby in a corner. She shoved Yeah, Abby and in then a instead of, like, redeeming it by just treating Abby kindly, and being like just trying to make the best of it together, she also isolated Abby. Yeah. Big and that's time. Big it's time. just I don't think it's a good movie. And that's where I'm landing. That's
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's I think there's a lot of issues and I think that um the writing could have been better. Clea Duval, we're looking at you because you're the one that wrote it. <laughs> um Yeah. No, it was, overall, it was, it was not the lovely Christmas film that you dream of. It was just kind of like, it it was, it deserved to have a better story. It deserved to have better writing. And the ending of Happiest Season reminded me of The Haunting of Hill House, which you're, the ending of Haunting of Hill House, because everything, it was just too perfect. Everything ended too well it was too happy and to me it's like happiest season you have all this this trauma and this drama happening everything's just not going to work out people are going to be hurt people and especially Abby you know and and Jane they're going to be hurt and they're going to be angry because they have been um, mistreated by the people who supposedly love them so it's it's like Just have like freaking Jane and, and, uh, you know, Abby go off and enjoy their own damn Christmas because no one else is going to be, you know, joyful enough for it. Like it's, it, it, it was very frustrating and you don't really ever empathize with the members of this family. Like you don't care about them except for Jane you know yeah I don't care what happens to Sloan I don't even like Sloan I think she's a bitch I definitely don't care about her kids they're super shitty and it's just like and then Eric is whatever like he's kind of a dick too so it's just yeah like, he's
1: cheating on his well yeah. I mean they're not divorced yet but he's still like making out with somebody in the closet of her family's home yeah Christmas that's, pretty, that's pretty bad behavior yeah like even if you are separated like if you can't control yourself for an evening yeah that's and that's pretty like what bad. we were
0: talking about last night with the vampires <laughs> yeah like, yeah I always hate when the vampire can't control their thirst It's the same thing like you can't control what's in your pants then you know like it's a couple days dude come on and well and I think that she the woman that he was cheating with was like with someone else yeah because when she was
1: like I gotta go and then she called her husband and she's like let's go so I don't yeah it's It's like the, the movie was too messy and dark, dark as in like just mean, cruel people who treated other people badly. It was, it was too much like that. It was way more than I expected. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So
0: I think that's it. Yeah. Right. I think so. Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram, Watchers and Movies. You can follow us on in, at Facebook at Watchers of Movies. We also have another Instagram called The Watchers Who Find Things. And if you like our stuff and you want us to uh, do a movie that you recommend, you can contact us either through email, which is at watchers of movies at gmail.com, or if you have iTunes, go on iTunes, give us five stars, and we will put the, your movie to the top. We are doing currently like Christmas stuff right now, so it won't be until after the new year. But we'll you know and uh and it helps us get out there Then also please subscribe to wherever you are listening to our podcast or you know on instagram because if you do you'll be the first one to know when we're going to do the movie and you get to see all the you know fun
1: stuff that i upload so uh and thanks so much to mike for our theme music yes thank you mike you can find him on twitter at the mike show 42 his name is mike myers thanks mike thanks mike and i think that we're and that's it. Bye bye! Bye bye!